welcome to Chick Chats. Today, my guest is Rhea. So Rhea is a Jersey girl turned Canadian mountain girl, currently living in Canada. Um, and she just inspired, inspires me in so many ways. And we're going to get into uh, my triggers with her and also my deep love for her. Um, I found a very safe space in and with her um, throughout the years. And yeah, we're just gonna get into it. We don't really see each other that often, but when we do see each other, it's kind of just like an immediate comfort and like yes. a kind of like um, bypassing of like the bullshit or like it's never really like superficial conversations. It's kind of just like jumping into like, okay, what's really going on with you girl? Like <laughs> how we doing, how we feeling, how we living? And so, yeah, I'm just super stoked to be here and uh, yeah, just share what's on our hearts and minds. Yes, this is going to be so good. I'm like very excited for this. Um, okay, so whenever I do see you, Raya, now I think I'm at a point where I'm like, Raya's here. Like I do, I find so much comfort in the fact that you're around and almost sometimes I feel like too much comfort where I'm like, she's like my safety net in, in like a an environment with around people that I don't necessarily know. And I know other people know each other. And I'm just kind of like, like a wallflower, essentially. And I'm just like, Ray is here. I can like, I can gravitate to her. I can like, pull to her and like, we can talk. And immediately, if like things come up emotionally, I feel like so called to share them with you, even though you're not like, I mean, you do check in a lot. But even though you're not like, oh, what's Oh, okay, Alex, you're just gonna tell me how you're feeling again. Now. <laughs> this is what's happening. But it feels so safe to like have these kinds of conversations with you. And then you reciprocate it back to me and you like you kind of tell me how you're feeling. And I think that attraction like that, like vulnerability has made us really close. What was your experience? I don't know if you can even remember because it was so long ago. Like, what was it like for us to meet? We were in a space where you knew everyone, really. I think from what I remember, it was like a pretty small like gathering right like mm -hmm. we were at Anna's and I think maybe Gina was there or Tini was there like we were having like some sort of sleepover situation and I think my first impression of you is just like oh like she's just more like quiet or shy but I don't think that that's necessarily the case because I can definitely resonate with the experience of like when I get to know people I don't think people would necessarily peg me as an introverted person mm -hmm. but like when I'm first around people, I kind of just like wait for my moment to like insert myself into the space. Like I don't, I don't like normally like go into it just being like, blah, like here I am, this is me. It's kind of just like a more like of an observant, observant energy and trying to like read the energy of the room. And that's kind of what I felt more with you of not necessarily like a shyness, but almost like a discernment of like how I want to participate in the space. And mm -hmm more so just from like a from an angle of just like awareness of like oh like there's people around me that I even though I might not know them well it's kind of like I highly like respect them already or just like kind of that energy of just like I want to participate in this space with um like intention or just like that I'm adding to it um and not just like saying anything to say anything and so it was just yeah like something that I just immediately respected about you and can just like sense that from you without really knowing much about you but yeah that's kind of what I remember <laughs> yeah I'm glad that you perceived it that way because I think I'm not sure if it's like a Capricorn thing because I also think that you do this where you where when we're in 
a situation, you kind of like feel out the room and try and assess like, okay, what's the vibe here? How are how are these people interacting? Like how close are they? Like, what are they talking about? What can we talk about before you really truly open up? And I like, I think I'm a type of person, if I don't have anything to say, I won't say anything, but I'm still there. I'm still present. I'm still like observing. I'm still part of the space, even though I'm not adding to the space like conversationally. And I think that's like another thing is like, you can be in a space and hold the space like you just listening and not leading the conversation or like allowing others to do that is like a really great like spot to be I think that there's so many ways to participate in any interaction right it's like the thing that's most noticeable are usually the people that are the ones speaking but like the people who are there just listening and observing are equally as important to those spaces as well like it might just not be like the immediate um oh yeah like that was like really important in that conversation but kind of after the fact it's almost like you were saying it's just like oh like I just like felt really safe with that person's presence here even though they weren't really saying much, but there's almost something about that that's even like more comforting and can allow you to go to more vulnerable spa- vulnerable spaces when you like have people like that that are just kind of like holding the container and just like actually like listening, you know, because so many times people can go into conversations and like they're hearing you, but it's almost like they're just waiting for their turn to speak as opposed to just like fully taking in what's being said. And then kind of responding from that place. And uh, yeah, but it's all it's all important. I feel like you are very, very good at that, actually. Just holding space and then responding to what the person is saying, but not res- not waiting to respond, you know? I feel like there have been many instances where I've been, like, really vulnerable. And, like, I just needed to share how I was feeling with someone. And you would listen and then reflect back to me either something that you related to or something that you heard. And it was like, so, um, what is the word where, where you're like, yes, aha, like you feel this too, like where you can agree on that. And that was really, I feel like that there've been many instances where you've done that for me. And I don't know if I've ever expressed that. So thank you for that. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like the word is just resonance, you know, like I feel like, um, that's kind of, what I had messaged you earlier is just like there's just feels like there's a very peaceful and immediate resonance between like what we experience even though they're obviously going to be different but it's kind of just like a very similar thread I feel like we have um yeah just experiences that feel very resonant to one another let's get into I have I have some triggers with you. Let's see if we can like tease tease it out. Going back to like this idea of like waiting before you speak or just like kind of like feeling out the energy sometimes when, or in, not sometimes, but in the beginning when we first would start hanging out or when, when I first was like, you know, introduced to you and started seeing you more often, I would always wonder because like you go, go to the beat of your own drum, essentially. Like you're kind of just like doing what feels good to you. Like if there's different kinds of music playing, like you're you're ready. You're the first one ready to dance, you know, like you're the first one to like lay on a soft couch and, and just like feel, feel good, like feeling your body and like acting on, you know, those impulses. And to me, I'm always just like, but we're over here. The group is over. Why are you over? Like, why come back? Like, why are you doing that? And it's just like, no, like what feels good to me, how I want to move in this space, how I want to feel in this space. And that used to trigger me so much because I was like, it doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't feel like 
it was, I was almost like putting myself into this box of like, this is how I should be acting in this situation where it's like, you don't need to be like, you can just be doing whatever you want. And mm-hmm. that, to, I don't know if that was just like, that was something I had to grow out of, but still, even, even like more recently, I still feel like that. I'm like, she just does whatever the fuck she wants. How does she do that? How does she, how do you do that? How did you like <laughs> tune into your body and like soul and just like, go and move um I think it's a practice you know like I think that I've had many experiences in my life where I'm I just realize more and more that for me at least like the goal for me in this life is to like feel as good as possible as much as possible you know and whether that's like there's music playing and there's dancing and I want to dance or maybe it's like looks more like stretching or like laying down with my legs up and wiggling them because it just like feels good for my legs in those moments or like whatever it is you know our bodies are like these full sensory instruments right and I think that at any given time like I think it's just important to kind of tune into that and like what feels good because I think that it can also be kind of like a permission slip for others to go into those spaces as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I'm somewhere where no one's dancing and there's music playing and then maybe I start dancing and then maybe somebody else starts dancing and then that allows them that comfort and space to do that. And even if they don't do it in that time and space necessarily, maybe it like triggers something within them to be like, oh, like, Maybe I want to be doing that more, you know, even if it's not in that exact or direct moment. And so I think it's just kind of a, it's a practice, right? Of just feeling into the moment and like what feels good in each moment and not really doing it for like the visual, like what it looks like or how others are perceiving me. Because ultimately it's like the more that I can give myself permission to be myself in any given moment, then I'm actually giving others the permission to do that as well. And maybe it's not in the same way that I'm doing it. There's like that saying that's just like live and let live, right? Like I want you to be doing in that moment what feels best for you. And I also want you to be supportive of me doing whatever I feel in that moment that feels best for me. And with also having awareness, like if I'm in a group environment to still be like checking in with my people or like, every once in a while, like asking, like, oh, how are you doing? Like, what's going on? You know, not just being totally dismissive. Like, I, I love connecting with others. And I love feeling like that intimacy through conversation and checking in and and all those things. But I also um, think that it's a balance of, uh, it's almost like being selfish to be more selfless, you know, just like taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself first. So that way you can like, then go back to your people and be like, okay, like, what do you need? How can I take care of you? Do you need a massage? Do you want to go dance? Do you, what is it? You know, um, do you want to go change your outfit? Like, I don't know, there's just like so many different ways. I'm pretty sure we've experienced, I've experienced this with you, all of those things. Do you want to change your outfit? How are you feeling? Checking in. Okay, question. Question that comes to this is, okay, so when it comes to checking in with your friends, right? There's a line between you taking care of others and holding that space and then you taking care of yourself, right? So where do you, how, how do you draw the boundary of like, okay, I want to help this friend. Maybe they're taking too much from me right now, or maybe like I want to give them, you know? And sometimes from, 
being from being the friend in this like scenario sometimes I'm like I feel like I'm taking too much from her because she's so you know giving she's so responsive to my needs and like I feel like I should be there for her in the same way but I don't know how to show up for her in the way that in which she needs it or the way and she she's not asking me to right there's an idea of like sovereignty like you are in charge of your own reality you're in charge of your own experience so if you need something I truly believe that as a as an individual like if I need something or someone needs something they can ask for it right yeah I mean I think it just goes back to exactly what you said like I'm really trying to cultivate relationships in my life where I can like really trust people and that goes you know like that applies in so many different facets right so it's like if I'm hanging out with you and you feel like you just need all this space to express and there's something going on, like mainly just like having trust in me that I'm just going to continue to hold space for you until maybe it just, it doesn't feel good anymore. Or like there's something that needs to just like that I have the, the autonomy or like I can make the decision at any point to just say like, okay, you know what? Like, I think that I've just like had enough for now, or maybe it's not worded in that way, but just like some sort of, <laughs> oh, like, I need to just, like, go get a drink or go to the bathroom or, like, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've never really had that many moments. Like, I don't really know what my exit strategy would be. But I think ultimately, like, I just, I like to practice patience. And, like, if there's somebody that I care about that needs support or, like, a safe space to be and express, like, I just, I just try to be there and hold that and just know that if there ever was a time where I needed it back then like that they would do it for me and if I don't find it in that person then there's other people that I can find that in you know and so yeah I think like the line just comes pretty like naturally like when it has to but it never really feels like I guess like there maybe are a couple people where like I might be spending with them and they're just naturally kind of like sounds like a really harsh term but just like energy suckers where it's just like every time I see them they're just like going through a process um but ultimately like I just try to have compassion for those people you know and also just like feel grateful for maybe just being in a season of my life where I feel like I don't need as much like space to process my trauma or like situations that are going on And, and, and really it just brings me back to gratitude I'm like oh wow like I feel like I'm in a pretty good space where I don't need that kind of support right now, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but maybe in three months, six months, a year, like who knows, like I might be in that space where I need <laughs> that kind of support, you know, and just, and trust that like, I will be able to find those people when I need it. Ultimately, I think as humans, like we just want to feel connected and be understood and, you know, feel safe around people. And like, I just, I feel happy to offer that when I can you know it doesn't really feel like oh man like this is too much for me like I just try to offer presence when I'm with them and and that's really it you know yeah well you're very good at that yes and then holding holding true to to who you are and like what you need is just like that's another thing that was triggering for me too because I'm just like she just knows like what she needs and that comes back to like tuning into your own body and like figuring out, like feeling like what feels good to you. And what would you tell someone who, who doesn't necessarily feel comfortable in that? And going back to your permission slip thing, um, that resonated with me so deeply because yes, like that, that was like, 
you doing your own thing was like permission for me to just go and do my own thing. Like no one was judging you. No one was like, what is she doing? Why? And it was like all my own internal things that were like, this makes me uncomfortable. Why does this make me uncomfortable? Like I need to go. I need to look inward. I need to like feel inward. And then, then I need to just do like, just need to act. So like, what is she doing? Like they, people say your triggers are your treasures. So it's like, what is she doing mm-hmm. that's triggering me? And it, am I triggered because I want to do or I want to be what she is or how she's acting or something like that? Or is it because I am the thing that she that she's doing? You know what I mean? So for example, like, mm-hmm. let's just take like you going into another room and dancing. Like, am I triggered because I want to be the person who can just leave the crowd and just do that? Or am I triggered because... I think she's like attention seeking and maybe I'm an intention seeker, something like that. Right. So like always questioning like these uncomfortable feelings, like why are they here and what are they telling me um, about myself and how in relationship to others? And I had a question for you, but I think I just lost it. It's gone. (laughs) Okay. I feel like maybe some of the questions that you want to ask, you're actually answering them by like, going into it on your own and so it's it's like a good space to be in you know yes but it's Um, so true like I feel like every time that I feel like I'm triggered by someone it's either like oh I wish that I had more of that or like that that they're doing something that I wish that I was more comfortable doing or expressing or it's like I'm so uncomfortable witnessing this because I know that I do the exact same thing I just know like with my family, for example, like I love them to death. Like they are just my ride or dies, like amazing. I'm an amazing family. But when I go home and I spend time with them, sometimes I get so triggered because I'm like seeing where all of my tendencies are coming from that are maybe just like the areas in my life that I feel most challenged by. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so triggered by this because I, it's like, I'm, I'm looking in a, in a mirror, you know, like I'm seeing where this is all coming from and how it's all unfolding. But I think, you know, the more that we can just have awareness around those things and just kind of notice them and be like, okay, like I see this and I can welcome this. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is just allowing the space to welcome that and try to, yeah, just like work through it. Like, is this something that I, that is a challenge in my life that I feel like I want to kind of transcend out of? Or is this something that I really envy about this person that I feel like I want to do more of, be more of, practice more of? Yeah. Yeah. So really just kind of not taking those triggers personally, almost like not taking it. Yeah. I don't know, like maybe just not taking it so personally and more from like an objective, like observant point of view. Yeah, just see how that might be able to serve you. I'm curious about what your family was doing that was like triggering you. And I'm trying to think. I mean, I think some of the ones that immediately come up are like, uh, sometimes I have the tendency to either be like, like try to communicate in like passive aggressive ways. You know, it's like when like there's something like on my heart that like I really just like want to express, like sometimes it just comes out in a way that's like maybe like not as kind as it could be or should be or just more of like, um, I don't even want to say condescending, but like, yeah, I don't know, just sometimes like reverting back into like immature patterns of communicating because like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like heard or seen, you know, and just Mm -hmm. kind of like doing it in a way where it's like you're like 
interjecting at like a really awkward time and like saying something in a very certain way in hopes that somebody else will like just catch up on what you're putting down um and then afterwards I'm like oh shit like why did I say that like I could easily just talk to this person or you know something like that I also think sometimes my family has some members of my family have the tendency of focusing more on uh like the net like the negative things like just like this is just such a small example but you know it's like naturally as humans like we get older right and we age and like you know my mom she's gonna turn 70 this year and like I often I often hear her saying things like oh like I can't do that like I'm just getting too old you know and that's just like such a small statement that is like so commonly used but it's also just like well no like you're not like it's like we're almost aging ourselves by telling ourselves that we're like we can't do this anymore because we're getting too old or just like my my grandma you know like she's just kind of always focusing on the fact of like that we don't get to spend enough time together as opposed to just focusing on the time that we do get to spend with each other you know just Um, like yeah little things like that where it's like oh like I just I don't hear from you enough I don't see you enough I don't you know and it's like well we might be having a much more pleasant time if we were just focusing on that we're like here together now like spending time you know and so yeah I don't know just like notice like little things like that where like sometimes I can be focusing on more of the things that are like going wrong or being challenged Mm-hmm. instead of like the things that I'm actually like oh wait like what about all these things that are like actually really awesome in my life right now that I can be really grateful for and and, and celebrate yeah I think that our family just in a more deeper sense like I think our family is our family for a reason like there are certain things that each individual each family member brings to the table that you know can really uh disrupt you know, your, your growth. So me, I moved away and you also, you moved to Canada, right? So going back into this space of like that, you've already grown out of or grown away from, right. They're still your family. So they're still there. So they have their own set mindsets. And like, it's, it's funny. Cause I was just home for a week and interacting with my mom, I can feel like such tension. And it's like, we've done this dance for 27 years. And I just revert right back to like my old patterns. Like, this is how I dealt with my mom. This is how I continue to deal with her. And as soon as you bring in this like idea of like, no, I'm going to talk to you differently. I'm going to like hold space in like a different way, like interact with you and like set my boundaries. Like I know how to, and like I do in everyday life since I've moved away, it's like, it just all comes, comes crumbling down sometimes because like, for example, I, so I live in Montana, right? And I do whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want to, right? I mean, I have a job and stuff and I do that stuff, show up the way that I'm supposed to, to, as a part of society, but I don't need to tell anyone where I'm going, what I'm doing, who I'm with, why I'm going to hang out with them, how long I've known them, all of these things. But it's like, when I go home, I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to go see you later. Like, bye mom. What do you mean? What do you mean you're going somewhere? Who are you going with? I don't know them. Like, you don't need to know them. I don't need to tell you anything. I'm just telling you, like, I will be back at this time or I won't be. Like, I don't need to tell you this. And it kind of, like, brings you back to this place where it's just like, oh, I don't have any control over my life. I don't have any decision-making ability. I don't have the autonomy to, like, to continue on in life and, like, feel, like, free. 
it's going to be a constant challenge for me and for all of us, like when dealing with family, like, okay, like how do I hold like all of the hold, how do I hold this persona or this person that I think I am and that I show up as 99% of the time when I come back home, right? Like that is so hard, so hard. And then the same thing with my dad, I feel like I like set aside time to hang out with him and we like had that time. And I was like, I might have time Tuesday too. Maybe I'm not sure. I'll let you know. And I didn't end up having time. And he just got like so mad. And it's almost like, I don't, I don't want to say like that they're like a lower vibration or just like, I don't want to, it's not like, it's not like that. It's just like, sometimes you're just not on the same level as people. And it's kind of like a hard, hard to dance with, especially if you like are intentional about who you want to spend time with and who you have around like your closest circle like the the five closest people or the five people you talk to the most are like who you are and if you're so used to being at like this higher level of like conversing and like connecting yeah I don't know it's a it's a challenge yeah I think it just well I think especially with our parents it's an interesting dynamic right because it's like as we grow up and we grow into adults and like move away and gain all this knowledge and experience in the world and really become our own autonomous human being you know I think for me and I feel pretty good about this with my parents but it's like there's this desire to be more of like uh like peer-to-peer relationship like adult to adult Mm -hmm. but there's always going to be like this underlying like hierarchy of like well these are your parents and you're their child you know Mm -hmm. and I think that there can always be just like a level of love and appreciation there because of that. Like there are parents, like they literally made us and mm-hmm. and fed us and clothed us and took care of us and all these beautiful things. And, and there's also has to be a level of, you know, at least for me, it's just kind of like, like meeting people where they're at. Right. And like, I just know, like my mom, for example, I feel like we are a lot more similar. And so conversation is a lot more easeful. Whereas my dad, I love the man to death and he's so amazing, but there's just always been like a bit of crunchiness there, which I feel like is getting better as I get older. Um, But he was just kind of raised differently, right? In a different generation where like his way of being and thinking is just so different than mine. And, um, And still to this day, like, I feel very intimidated to have challenging conversations with him because it's like, well, this is my dad, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think kind of the more that I age and like the more that I am away from home becoming that person of like who I want to become and stepping back into like that familial space. Um, I feel like I'm getting kind of better and better at like holding that line of like, this is who I am now because I can totally resonate with like the experience of going home and just like reverting back into this version of me that is just like, you know, not totally different than who I am now, but there's like things that I kind of maybe will compromise on or just like be in a different way because I don't want to make my family uncomfortable that like this Mm -hmm. is the way that I am now or you know like this is kind of the way that I operate and like out of fear of not wanting them to think that I'm like better than them or like this is how I live my life and like oh this is how you live your life because it's not that like I love them and appreciate them so much for who they are and like again it just goes back to that just like meeting people where they're at like how can I support you in this moment or like how can we have this conversation that both 
makes sense to me and makes sense to you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like how yeah. can we try to find somewhere that meets in the middle but I think it's honestly like a lifelong practice because yes. especially with family you know like that's just like the people that we've will forever like have spent the most time with in our lives you know it's like even I think back to my siblings I'm like at one point like we were literally just little kids together like running around like screaming at each other fighting or playing games or you know it's kind of like you when you go back to those spaces it also brings in more of that compassion too of just like oh yeah like we're all just human beings like trying to figure it out and like some people just have more access and resources to I don't know these like higher levels or higher vibrations of ways of being you know Mm -hmm. like we've gone out in the world and like we've met people that have kind of like opened our mind and opened our eyes to these expanded ways of thinking and whatever whatever um you know like I've done LSD and mushrooms and ayahuasca and DMT and all these things whereas like my dad and like that has supported me in like thinking and being and acting in certain ways right whereas like my dad hasn't experienced any of those things (laughs) you know and so it's like the way that and not that you have to go and do all those things to be a certain way but it it helps me present and interface in the world in a certain way because I've kind of like had that veil you know removed lifted and um and so I just try to like have compassion for where he is at on his journey and like for what he's experienced and his experiences have been completely different than mine you know and just to like send him love and just so much appreciation for that because I'm like fuck like without him like I who knows where I would be who knows what kind of life I would have had who knows what kind of experiences I would have had like so grateful so 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 grateful and when it comes to like the challenges that you've went through like growing up with with your parents like with your mom and dad it's just like I wouldn't have had I not been challenged in the way that they've challenged me then yeah, again, like who knows what I would be into, which direction I would have went, if you even would have tried any of those like different, like, I feel like there has to be a better way of saying like high vibrational, like makes it sound as if like, or just like more, like more conscious, like it just seems like there's a hierarchy of like levels that you can be and some people are lower and higher. Like there has to be a better way to like explain what it means for for someone who has experienced like, yeah, the veil being lifted or like, I don't know, there's no other way I can. It's just different, right? Like, I think like, I always try to just view things as like, like even when I think about like past partners or like past friends or whatever, it's like, they're not any like worse or better, you know, they're just, it's just different. Yeah, I don't know. Cause it's not to throw any shade on anybody. Like there's- you know, I'm so lucky that I've had the experiences, the access, the resources to be able to do certain things in my life that have allowed me to be the person that I am today, while also being very aware that I've had certain privileges that have been able to like support me in getting to these places, Exactly. you know, Mm -hmm. and not to say that it was like all rainbows and butterflies and easy, because I think there have been decisions that I've made that have presented certain challenges you know, that I've had to overcome myself, but yeah, like we, I'll speak for myself. Like, I just know that I, yeah, it's just like my accessibility to certain things have like allowed me that, 
a gateway to a certain yeah. type of life. Yeah, you know, and, and a certain way of understanding. And, um, yeah, and really just trying to like be a bridge for those who maybe have not had those experiences or like those resources or that access and you know try to like connect with those people when I can in a way that feels digestible and relatable and then when there's people where I feel like have shared experiences with me you know then you can just really kind of connect with those people more on like a oh like we just we just like we know each other you know like we just just get get it it. because we've yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. totally I've noticed this within like my own kind of intentional way of culminating friendships and like making sure that I'm maintaining friendships that are important to me now is that like a lot of other friendships have like fallen to the side and I'm not saying yeah like like you were saying it's not better or worse but certain ones you hold about like you hold a certain kind of value for it's like this is what I strive to be this is the kind of like kind of person or the kind of people that I want to be around because I want to be you know, open, I want to be honest, I want to have conversations that are real and that are meaningful. And then with any kind of like awakening, I think that it's natural for friendships to like fall away or fall apart. And I'm just wondering, have you ever or have you experienced like this kind of like falling away from friendships that are not that are no longer serving you, but that are not necessarily bad? Yeah, I think that it's just a natural part of life, you know, and I think that it like, kind of just goes back to, um, you know, like I've had just so many different seasons of my life where, you know, it's like I have like the friends that I grew up with and those are the friends, you know, like I grew up in such a small town that I went to kindergarten through 12th grade with like the same people, you know, and then there's like the people that I went to university with and then there's people that when I was living in San Diego, like my crew there and like now I'm up here and so, um And obviously, like, where you are in this present moment are usually the people that you resonate most with because it's, like, your current everyday life experience. But, yeah, I've definitely had experiences where it's, like, you know, the my friends from growing up say, I feel like the life that I've chosen to live is very different from them. You know, like, I try to keep in touch to a certain extent because, like, they mean a lot to me and they always will be. Like, they always will mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Um, While also just understanding that, you know, it's like life continues on. And that doesn't mean that I don't love you anymore. But then also like playing with this idea of kind of like, I think something that I appreciate about all these different friend groups from different periods of time is that like, when I spend time with them, I still try to be the person that I am now. But it almost gives me this opportunity to like, to shape shift into like this version of me that I was when I was their friend, like, or that I'm still their friend, but you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, you kind of revert back into like these old jokes or these old voices that you used to use together or like whatever it may be, you know, like my friends from college, like sometimes when I hang out with them, they still just love to like play beer games and like do those things that we did in college. And like, that's not my personal preference, but if I'm, home and I'm spending time with them like you better believe like I'm gonna go and like play (laughs) flip cup because like they're just like I love them and and that's what makes them happy and I can I can be in that energy for a few hours or if you're for a few days and and it and it feel okay for me and it helps me just stay connected with them you know and so yeah again it's all just again like meeting people where they're at and still just like holding strong in who you are because I think that that's what's so beautiful is like I think that a lot of my friends from the past like 
I think in many ways, you know, they inspire me too, of course, but I think in many ways, like who I am inspires them. And like, because that, because I am still relatable to them, like, I'm not going back to them being like, oh, like I'm too good for, you know, like your beer pong game. Like, it's just like, okay, like, let's fucking go. Like, we'll have this fun time together. And we'll also get into like these deep, like soul connecting conversations where I can like ask you questions and like check in with how you're feeling you know and like go a little bit deeper and um and there are some relationships that have fallen to the wayside because of that and of course it hurts you know it's like wow at one point like this person was my best friend like I have a friend getting married this weekend one of my best friends from growing up and uh she didn't even invite me to her wedding and like I just don't even really recall like a period of time where we had a falling out like it just Mm -hmm. seems like it kind of just like like happens and part of me feels really hurt about that but there's also part of me that's just like this is just the natural evolution of life you know Mm -hmm. like the people who are meant to stay will stay and the people who fall away just bless them on their journey you know like yeah like whatever something something very similar actually like that happened um to me recently one of my friends from college got engaged and um she like asked everyone to be in her wedding and I had no expectations of like getting a like a box of like oh will you be my maid or a what is it a bridesmaid or anything like that and I was just like happy for her and I was just like wow there was a time in my life where like I would have been in in this wedding and I'm okay with the fact that I'm not but it does like it's still like it does pull at your heartstrings because you're like oh like at one point in time, this person meant so much to me and they still mean a lot to me, but it's just different and it's okay. And, um, I am a firm believer that like letting go of things that like no longer serve you, not, I mean that with the most utmost, utmost respect, like the friendship is not something that like either of us chose to continue. Right. So yeah, I don't remember where I was going, but basically it's okay. Right. Like, oh, here it is. When you let go of those things, you make room for more and better, right? You make room for other people who resonate with you more to come in and to like take up that space. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's going to continue happening with all phases of our lives. And yes, like, will I go home and drink beer and like hang out with my friends and like do the things we used to do? Of course, there are more and better. And and, and I'm not saying that there are like this just with friends, but there's just, there's so much more out there to experience and enjoy. And we have to let go of things in order for new and better things to come into our lives. Right. So is there yeah, anything, it's so crazy. anything you want to like touch on or, um, I feel like just something that's been really like alive and present in me recently is, um, yeah, like I've just kind of been going through this whole like experience of almost like I can only really describe it as like an ego death or something like that like and really just being reminded of like how important it is to prioritize like self-care I guess is like where I'm just like getting to with this um and really just like anchoring down in practices that yeah, just make me feel really grounded and centered and like just really uh like grateful and blessed to be like taking care of this body as opposed to it like feeling um like it's like a burden or like something that is just like 
like oh my gosh you know like I'm just really like not in my season of feeling my best like and kind of just getting like in like a downward spiral of overeating like not exercising like really negative self-talk like whatever that may be I'm really just trying to like flip the script on that and like again it's kind of like just going back to like instead of like focusing like on the negative things like really just trying my best to like flip the script on that and like do the things that um yeah are just making me feel like really really good and like really proud to be me and like who I am and yeah just how challenging that can be but how like good it feels when 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 you can like I'll speak for myself like when I have finally like found the time and space to just like fully commit to like those practices so kind of like where this was stemming from was like at the end of 2021 um I had gotten COVID and I remember essentially like after I'd gotten COVID I had experienced some like long COVID effects where like really messed with my hormones a lot and like I had gained a bunch of weight and like all my hair started falling out like I was just like like things like I was just being really challenged from like like the physical side of things you know like all of these things that I was just like so used to the way that my my body looked or like the way that I used to be mm-hmm. like it was just it just felt like it was all just like crumbling you know <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like I feel like yeah it was just such like a crazy experience to um just be seeing all these shifts happening in my body and then just like feeling like I was trying really hard to like fix them but like nothing was actually really working you know especially like with me being up in Canada and then my my family being down in the United States just feeling like I was always on the move like being up here being down there and just like not really feeling super grounded and I recently um got back up to Canada and you know have really started to root down here and yeah, I've really just been like committing to like these small, just like daily practices in the morning that have just been like so pivotal and like flipping the switch and just like how I view myself um, and just the ways that I take care of myself. And like, they're the silliest things. Like, you know, even in the morning, like I'm trying to like floss my teeth every morning, you know, whereas like in the past, I'm like, oh, like, flossing my teeth is just like so annoying you know like I don't want to floss my teeth but then just trying to flip that and just being like wow like it's so amazing that like I have these beautiful teeth that I get to like take care of you know and like I want to continue to take care of them you know Mm -hmm. and then just like even um you know like making like my little like athletic greens like in the morning and like making sure that's like the first thing I drink and then Um, you know I have this little like red light therapy like board that I sit in front of for 10 minutes and like I do just like a mindfulness practice every morning of just like gratitude and like you know I'm just like so grateful to be me I'm so grateful to live this life like I'm so grateful for all the people around me and like just like really infusing more I think like prayer like into my everyday like practice and not like it doesn't have to be like dear god like a super like religious thing it's more just kind of like just like being super stoked to like wake up and be me tackle the day like in this like mind body spirit combination you know Mm -hmm. and really just kind of going forth with like doing these things more to like feel good from the inside out like worrying less about like the outer appearance Mm -hmm. 
and like worrying more about just like how that's making me feel internally and like how those two so strongly mirror each other you know uh and um yeah just like really really sinking into that because it was so interesting like when I first gotten back to Castle like I think it was like five weeks ago at this point I was walking outside and you know my friend and his kids were walking down to the park and his little girl who's like not even maybe she's five she's four or five but she looked at me and she said you're bigger than the last time I saw you and like Mm -hmm. obviously like she's five you know like she wasn't like saying it like she has no filter like whatever but like it was like right before I was getting my moon like I was just in this like hyper emotional state and like not in front of her but like I literally went home and like bawled my eyes out for like an hour it was just like hit at just like this exact like right moment where it just like struck this chord inside of me and I was like oh my gosh like I can't believe it I just had this huge emotional release around it you know and I feel like since then and I think it really challenged me too like I could either just take that and let it like send me into just like this tailspin of like a downward spiral or I can like take this and just like allow it to like inspire me in ways that just like really continue to motivate me to like keep moving my body keep eating in the ways that I know like fuel me in the right way keep like Mm -hmm. feeding my mind with things that like make me think good thoughts you know and just like yeah it just felt really good to like be faced with something like that Mm-hmm. And as opposed to letting me, letting it me, like, take me in a way that could have been just, like, super, like, negative and, like, into, like, a dark pit, which is, like, I feel like where I've been for the last, like, year and a half, just feeling like, like, I'm trying everything, but nothing's working kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think just, like, the intention behind it was just, like, not there, you know? It was more of, like, oh, I'm doing these things because I want to look better I want my appearance to look better not like oh I'm doing these things because I actually want to like truly fucking take care of myself yes and like feel better like from the inside out yeah wow yeah that was beautiful thank you for that thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable (laughs) holy shit this is exactly the juicy kind of beauty and like just like opening up and just like sharing like what's alive for you oh my gosh thank you Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh. Anytime, please. <laughs> my last question for you. Um, what are three things that you are grateful for today? What am I grateful for? Oh, I'm grateful that the sun is shining where I'm living. Uh, Cause for the past like week and a half, we've had lots of rain, which is ultimately great. Cause I live in a high um a place that has a lot of wildfires so I'm like so so grateful when it rains but yeah like the sun is just so beautiful um and shining today so I'm really grateful for that I'm really grateful that I'm gonna get to go play rugby later and move my body a little bit um with a group of people that like if I didn't start playing this like doing this activity in town it's like allowed me to connect with this like whole new group of people so I've just been like so so grateful that I decided to start going there and just connect with like all these fun new human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really great. Yeah, I'm just like so grateful to be alive, honestly. It's such a beautiful honor and it sounds so cliche, but it's like 
what a cool experience that we get to like wake up every day and just continue to like learn more about ourselves and learn more about the people around us and just like continue to show up in love and care and compassion and joy and like just share that with each other and it's mm. yeah just feeling a lot of like wow so awesome wow this is absolutely magical thank you for being here and for showing up and being willing to you know share your story and what what's going on with you and just thank you for being you i love you so much and i hope to see you soon love you um i think i see you like once a year actually i know <laughs> Um, I did take a contract in Portland, so I won't be in Spokane, but I do actually want to venture up to see you in Canada. Totally. Yeah. I would so love to should... have you anytime. Yes. Yeah, we'll yes. have to, we'll have to get that, get that going, get something on the calendar. Um, thank you so much, Raya, for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And yeah, our conversations are always so fun and, um, yeah, I just can't wait till I get to see you again soon. Yes, I know. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Bye.